Dungeoneers. Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that brightens your day like nothing else can. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, and I'm joined as always by my friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel here, our little sunshine boy. I'm not so funny today. Oh, I'm normally so bright, but today I'm not. I went to the doctor and they got to take my feet off. So it's oh, not looking. Well, have a cup of coffee and brighten up a little bit. You're ruining the show. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. You're right. That was selfish of me. I'll try harder. Thanks, Josh. All right. Well, Janelle's here too. And Unlike Daniel, she brings joy wherever she goes. Uh, yeah, because I have to even out this experience, I guess, because if he's going to do whatever the heck he's doing, I guess I got to kind of even out the mood. Janelle, a little a little more pep, a little more energy. You're you're really bringing down my vibe. Hi, everyone. How are you doing today? Am I yelling loud enough for you? <laughs> there we go. That's the joy that we've known Janelle for this entire time. That energy. Well, good job, Janelle. Thanks. That's all I got. No more. Well, Nate's here, too, and he's just always spreading positive thoughts to us. You can do it, Theo. You can get out of this. Let's make Gunner the escape goat instead. Oh, well, I mean... And I, that, that is a positive th- thought, even if he's throwing someone else under the bus. But I guess you guys are good at that. So as long as you do what the energy Nate does. <laughs> yeah. It's entirely let's possible. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joel's here, too. And I don't think I've ever met a brighter personality in my entire life. That's right. I'm so bright that I've ascended, Josh. I've ascended oh, yeah? from this dreary mortal plane to to greatness oh yeah how's it feel yeah, it feels great and i want to help everybody here uh ascend as well so i'll start with you josh you know don't let your many many faults cloud your <laughs> mind josh because you have the ability to become a better person he's gonna euphanize you oh, Joel, that big dick energy is a little too much well, Jill, I appreciate that. I'll, I'll take that to heart, and maybe someday I, I'll ascend with you. Yeah, it'll probably take a while, but <laughs> ascend to the next level of passive aggressiveness. Well, better get started now, I guess. <laughs> well, and then finally, we have AJ, the poster child of obsessive kindness. Oh, thanks, Josh. You know what? You're just fantastic. Don't let Joel. Put okay, you that down. was your time slot, AJ. It's time to move on. Oh, I was, mm-hmm. I had like a, you told me to do five minutes. I, no, I spent I, all I night. I told you five seconds, AJ, if, if I was but feeling I, generous. But I, but I spent all night on this. I, what, AJ, what? I, I, AJ, I have to send and it's going to take a long time. I don't have time to deal with your bull crap. No, but it was, it was honest. I was, I really meant all the, I could email you. Well, with all of that out of the way. How's everyone doing this week? Y'all feeling nice and bright and sunny, or are you like AJ? What What does that mean? I, I was happy. I, I am doing great. Yeah, me too. As yeah. per usual. As always. As yeah. always. Yeah. AJ, if you're not doing well, I can, um, I can butter you up. No, I'm, yeah, I really, I'm doing fantastic. It's fine. You don't. It's, it's okay, really. 
No butter is needed here. I, no? I just want to make sure you're doing okay. I mean, you, you did mention that your feet were hurting earlier, right? No, I, I never said that. I remember right? you saying that. No, I've never said that. Huh. huh. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else named AJ. Maybe? I, I don't... Where are you going with this? Oh, sorry. Are we talking to me? <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. Okay. I, he, here, here's my plan. AJ, fix your feet. My feet Nate, are fine. We're, Nate, we're getting poggers in the chat. Joel, we're gonna do. We're gonna be fine. Josh, it's gonna be fine. Janelle, it's gonna be fine. Better me up. I am churning for adventure. Well, Let's I, do I, this. Hate, I hate to rain on your parade, but not everyone told me how they were doing this week. Oh no! But I yeah. thought I was so. It's so good. <laughs> That's fine. We we don't care about hearing from Janelle or AJ or Nate, so yeah. I guess we'll just continue forward since the the slide of adventure is all buttered up and we're ready to slide back into the action. That's right. You can't stop it. Yep. So that was very clever. Thank you, AJ. You get a sticker. Yeah. <gasps> yes. It's a little sun with a frowny face on it. Oh. <laughs> just turn it upside down, and then it looks like it's smiling. It's fine. Um, Why are my eyes on my chin? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Or it's a very angry sun without a mouth. <laughs> no, it's a cyclops oh with its eye closed. <laughs> <laughs> are those dimples then? The two dots? No, they're the nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one better. I like that one. All right, well, I'm going to give us a quick recap before we get going, and then we will slide back into the action. So last episode, Gunner staged a daring escape for his allies. After luring an intoxicated elf to distract some of the warriors around the village, he swooped in and used a silence spell so that Vez would be able to break through the walls and create a hole large enough for the party to fit through and escape unnoticed. However, Jasper alerted the people in the village when he was unable to stealthily escape leading to a sequence of events that ended with Aegon lighting a nearby building on fire and Theo being apprehended by the guards. And at the very end, the doors to the burning building swung open and a figure walked out, a figure that we recognize as an audience, the person who had been scrying the party following the Brimpton arc, but not someone that the party knows. So we will jump right back into our action. So one of the larger buildings in the village is ablaze, sending smoke and flame up into the air. It's probably visible for miles. Gunner and Jasper have fled towards the outskirts of the village. They're getting closer and closer to the thick forest. They're about ready to make their escape. Aegon is in the hands of an elven warrior who agreed to let Aegon help them put out the fire, not knowing that Aegon started it. And Theo is currently being held by two elven warriors as Vez runs up behind him with the intention of freeing him. But these plans are complicated by the appearance of a very important-looking elf with four-pronged antlers sprouting from the top of his head, reaching towards the sky. His arms are covered with swirling tattoos, and he has a very wild look in his eyes, a very furious look as he stalks through the village straight towards Theo. 
So we're going to start at the top of our initiative again. So Gunner, you are currently barreling through the village. I don't think Gunner knows what's going on. Yeah, I I do think at some point, maybe whenever they're not like literally running through crowds, I think he's going to try and look back and see if anyone's behind him. Obviously, Jasper is right <laughs> next to him. But um, I do think Gunner is going. I do think Gunner gets a little concerned if he doesn't see anyone other than Jasper. Yeah, so it's just I, you and Jasper. So I think he's going to turn to Jasper and say, "Jasper, did did, did you see anyone else escape? I mean, sh- surely some of uh, surely everyone got away, right?" My guess is Theo is probably in danger. What to do, Jasper? What, what should we do? You go north and I'll go south. Okay. So Jasper is telling Gunner to keep running and he's going to go back. Basically. <laughs> Gunner hates that idea, but he has no idea of, of his own and he's trying to think quickly on his feet. So he trusts Jasper and he, he keeps running. All right. So are you dashing? Yes, I think at this point, Gunner is just dashing. So you move another 70 feet, right? Because you've got your boosted movement. Yes. So yeah, Gunner actually makes it to the edge of the village. And he's uh, where the forest starts to get thicker and just become like reclaimed by nature. Yep. And that's it for good old Gunner. Oh, just as a quick reminder, I believe Jasper and Aegon still have a bardic inspiration. Yeah. Ooh, that is a good thing to remember. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's Gunner's turn. He's gone. Jasper, it is your turn. Oh, I'll turn around and run back. <laughs> are you dashing or are you moving your walking speed? I'll go 15 feet away. I'll go right to where I can start seeing the stuff, but they probably would not notice me and hide a little bit. Okay, so you're going to stay away from the action, and then you're going to take the hide action to hide in some trees, like trees that are like planted in the village. Yes. Okay. So give me a... Because I'm assuming they're probably distracted at this point. Yeah. So I think uh, in this case, you can actually give me a stealth check with advantage because they are distracted by Aegon's fire. That's a 20. Oh, boy. That's a good roll. Yeah. So you're able to hide and nobody notices you because they're all running towards the burning building to put it out. Nice. Way to go, man. I also, as a free action, I guess I'll change my appearance slightly. Ooh, okay. So you don't look like the same person they they arrested. I like it. Yes. Thanks, Ring. And then I'll continue on, but I'd like to at least be a little bit more incognito for now. Okay, so you're going to just... Are you disguised? Is is Jasper luring himself to the level of the peasantry and making himself look like one of the, the dirty commoners? Oh, God, it hurts. But yes. Oh, no. He's... He's still wearing silk underwear. It's okay. He's still wearing silk underwear. It's okay. <laughs> oh my god. I'm proud of him. This is a growth moment right here. Ugh. I'm I'm proud of him. <sighs> All right. So then the warrior next to Aegon is going to go, and he's going to start pushing Aegon towards the the fire. And you see people are starting to try to organize some some bucket trains to try to put the fire out. Um, some people are just throwing dirt up on the roof, but it's not super effective. And he says, grab a bucket. Or if you have some other priest, I don't know, say a prayer or something, whatever it is you do. And he's saying all of this in Elvish. Right. Yeah, you're going to grab a bucket and start helping out. Okay. So that's, that's his job. Um, 
the warrior that had been chasing Vez is actually going to follow her around the building. And he's going to keep dashing. And then when he sees her, he's going to run so that he's only about 10 feet away from her. He is chasing her with his axe in hand. And then the, the two warriors who are holding Fia are going to keep holding him. But they're also going to brace themselves against Vez. So Vez is now faced with three hostile elven warriors, <laughs> two of which are holding Fio at the moment. And it's Aegon's turn. You said you're going to help put out the fire. So uh, I guess Aegon can just grab a bucket and start throwing water at the fire. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what kind of check that would be. Bucket check. A- maybe, maybe a per- You guys think maybe a perception check to like see the best space he could throw the water on? Uh, I, if you can argue for something else, I'd be I'd be on for maybe investigation. Let's say I I, I might I might suggest um, kind of a different route, maybe uh, like survival. You know, maybe Ooh, I like that one. Survival. Your ability to yeah, your ability to build campfires. Maybe this is your ability to uh, uh, defire. Uh, yeah, I like that. Survival, survival, check. defire, defire, using, yes. using your wisdom. Survival. Let's go. A bad survival. Uh, but that's a 16 on the die, so... Oh, well, And that's what damn. it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> 16. See, so, yeah, he's helping them throw water on the fire, and, like, some of the elves he's working next to are, like, kind of looking at him, like, kind of impressed. They're like, keep going, keep going, get him the bucket. <laughs> and, like, they're they're pushing you to be the one to, like, take some of the, the brunt, especially since you're not bothered by the heat of the flames. Yeah. As much, like, they're kind of, like, covering their faces, trying to stay away, but, like, you're just striding forward getting closer than they would feel comfortable and you're just splashing it right on. And now it's on to Vez. Um, so I do believe Fio told Vez last time that Tuo was still in there with the net on him. So looking at her situation, realizing it's not good, she's going to basically go around the building, pop in the back since there's nobody guarding it anymore. Did he say that? Yeah, I, yeah. Fia had said oh, okay. that he was he's safe inside. I don't remember if he said net or not, but he he said that he's safe inside. Is all he said. Okay, fair, fair enough. I just I, I didn't remember it. That's okay. So, no, you're you're cool. So yeah, Janelle, you can do that. So she's gonna pop in, grab the nets off of Tuo, and what is the word that Fio uses to tell him to follow him? Oh, um, it's just coma, as in like like come, oh. but it's it's coma. Ah, as in what you're going to experience after this guy get, catches up to you. So she grabs the net and says, Koma, and then steps right back out of the building to figure out what's going to happen. <laughs> well, you have a net now. Yeah. Oh, cool. How how do nets work? <laughs> yeah, toss- uh, You make an attack with it, and when it hits somebody, it doesn't deal damage, they just get tangled up in it. Yeah, but the funky thing about nets is that, like, basically the way nets end up working is that without any feats, you you almost always have disadvantage to, like, use them in combat. Mm. Okay. So, is Vez going to do anything else? I think for her own protection, maybe, we're going to summon our arms. And she's not going to initiate anything, but if somebody tries to hit her, she's not just going to, like, take it laying down now at this point. Okay. So, Fio, it is your turn. You see Vez run around to the back of the hut. You're still being uh, held by these two guards, and you see this very mean-looking elf. He looks very important, is just striding right toward you with fury in his eyes. Oh, jeez. 
Oh boy, this got a lot dire. You didn't see me. He is not armed. He does, he does not have a weapon with him. Okay. But he doesn't look friendly. Okay. Just a quick clarification: the the warriors that are holding me, what what is their build like? Are they like as big as? They're very strong. Uh, they're not as tall as Fio. Like elves in general tend to be a little bit shorter, so I think they're probably about like maybe five foot eight to five foot nine somewhere in there. Okay. But like they they are pretty well built, like with their muscles, not like bulging muscles, but like <laughs> they're they're strong. <laughs> okay, okay. I just curious because I think uh, Fio trying to read the situation here realizes this guy is super important because that was a big building and this is a big guy and you know he, I mean he just looks important and he's going to try to kind of just kind of hunker down a little bit try to not be as menacing as possible and try to just go along with the flow and try not to resist in any way and and just try to give advice about fighting the fire best he can to try to show his his knowledge in this area He's trying to be as amicable as possible in this. So he's trying to, you know, get down to their height, show that he's not being menacing, and just try to explain uh, best he can how to help fight the fire, showing his knowledge in this area to try to show that he can be a help and that he's not a hindrance. And all the while, you know, trying to explain this has just been a misunderstanding. Let us try to help. That's that's his whole thing. Okay. Um, are you going to have Tuo go with Vez, do you think? Do you think he would follow Vez? Yeah, I, I think he would because, for, as far as he knows, I mean the door's probably is the door open or closed? Can can he... the door is open? But Vez also just pulled the net off of him and went out the back of the building. So Tuo has a choice of where he wants to go. Okay, I I think that since Fio isn't thrashing about and he isn't showing danger, and how many times he's told uh, Fio to not act and and just to stay, I think he would follow Vez because he, he knows Vez and she's someone who he sees as in charge. So he's gonna he's gonna chase after Vez and, and be behind her. He's probably gonna go outside the building to, you know, not be in there anymore because he doesn't like that, but he'll be in that area with Vez. He's not gonna run off until Vez runs. All right, and then this important elf is gonna go and he's gonna stride right to Theo and he's gonna shout over all the commotion, tell your companions to stand down now. Roll for bitch slap. <laughs> I, I I will. I, um, everybody. Now. I, I I'm trying. Everybody, the, the, uh, stand down. It's it's okay. Um, it's just this is a misunderstanding. We were coming here to try to help, and and this guy accused us of things. It it's okay. We can stand down. He's not trying to be too convincing about it because he really wants whoever can get away to get away because it's a bad situation, but. He, he still says it loud enough so that we, people can hear. And he continues to step forward until he's right in front of Theo and he says, I need you to be more convincing than that. <laughs> oh, crap. I will find your friends and kill them unless they surrender. You cannot escape from me. Oh, oh my God. Say it again. <laughs> Louder. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it, Theo does this time. He says, Seriously, Vez, uh, uh, Aegon, we seriously need to knock this off. We can talk about this. We were in the wrong when this started. We need to come together to fight. And, and not fight, not fight, no. Uh, to, to fight the fire. <laughs> fight the fire. <laughs> fight the fire. I'm sorry. I'm really come bad at this. 
<laughs> I'm really awkward. I'm sorry. I'm really bad at this. I was trying to draw a clock earlier and it didn't work. And this whole thing just went out of proportion. All right. So I think everyone except for Gunner is able to hear this shout because Aegon's helping with the fire, but he hears Fio. Vez is really close, so she hears it. You know, Jasper's trying to sneak around and he hears it, but Gunner does not. Because Gunner is like. Gunner the runner. Oh. Yeah, Gunner the runner. <laughs> That's what he does. So now we are back to Gunner's turn. So what would he do in this situation? Jasper did tell him to keep running. I mean, if I'm being honest, probably Gunner would stick stick with the plan. He would probably clear into the woods, probably try to find like a cave or something or somewhere where he can like lay low. And he would probably wait there for a little bit until he could try to, you know, give give his allies time to escape and then try to reconvene with them. Because in his mind, that he thinks everybody's trying to run, except for Jasper, who you said he was uh, going back. back. Yeah, yeah. All right, what's Jasper gonna do? He hears Theo's pleas to stand down. Jasper is just doing what he's doing as the new elf. He continues running forward and sees the fire, and basically will pick up a bucket. <laughs> oh, all right. So Jasper starts helping put out the fire, disguised as one of the villagers. With silk underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're wearing silk underwear. Like maybe someone sees the tag and they're like, oh, that's fancy. <laughs> oh, God. Is that Gucci? <laughs> okay, so Jasper it's is over. Barberry. Jasper is over helping put the fire out. And uh, that one warrior still chasing Vez is actually going to catch up to her right outside of uh, the hut. And he is actually going to swing his axe at her. <laughs> oh, no. So he doesn't listen to his guy. Uh, well, he, well, here, how about I'll, I'll give you this. Does Vez look like she's going to fight back or does she look like she's surrendering when he approaches? Maybe I should have asked you that. With Theo yelling at everyone to stop and Vez seeing the situation being bad, she'll she'll look like she's ready to not fight. It's so, like, is she like putting her hands up? If he like approaches her, yeah, all four of them. Yeah, hands up, up, don't swing, right? Yeah. <laughs> If he doesn't, uh, if he doesn't attack her, she will, she will, like hands up, palms up, you know, sort of thing. He looks like he is, he is ready to attack her, but like he hears Theo shouting something, and then he sees you standing down, so he kind of like holds himself. He he he'll ready his action to attack you as soon as you make a hostile movement, to either run or attack. He looks like he'll probably try to hit you, but if you continue to stand down, he won't. And then Aegon's still helping put out the fire. Aegon, why don't you give me another survival check as you're helping the elves? Yes. And in fact, at this point, he will take Gunner's bardic inspiration to do an incredibly <laughs> good job of Are putting the fire out. He's going <laughs> to give his all. They're going to see him just going crazy. Yeah. He's, oh, man. <gasps> so much for not using inspirations, huh? No, no only the bardic inspiration that expires. Oh, man, that's a 23. Oh, God. Aegon helps put that fire out right. so good. You, you're actually making progress. The fire has stopped spreading, and it's getting contained, and you're chipping away at it. Yeah, eight of that was from you, uh, Daniel, so feel good <laughs> like, about God, your bardic inspiration. <laughs> yes. All right, on to Vez. 
So Vez is standing in front of this warrior who looks like he's ready to throw down if he needs to. Mm, she'll just stand there and not move, but she definitely positions herself so she's in front of Tuo, but not like in a hostile way, but like in a protective way because she doesn't want them to hurt Tuo. And she doesn't have the bond with Tuo like a or like Fio uh, <laughs> does, yeah. <laughs> but she tries to make some sort of eye contact to tell Puppy to run because she's in front of him and the bad guy. But she'll just try to, yeah. That's essentially what she's doing is just trying to get Tuo to run away, uh, and she'll deal with her own problems. Well, you would know at least two commands. One is is Coma for for come, and then Crivo for for hide. And he would be able to figure out what you're trying to say if he said Crivo, because that's what he says all the time to try to make sure that he's safe, like when the Ivaras was attacking. So you'd know at least that one. So if you wanted to, you could give him that command. You said it's, what is it? Crivo. Yeah, I can't even say it. It's Crivo. Just say Crivo. Crivo? Yeah. Crivo? I can't roll my okay, R's, so I butcher Cri- everything. Yeah. I can like click my tongue for an R, but I can't actually do like the consistent roll that people do. Right, yeah, I can't well, do then that. She'll so just crivo. Just she'll, yeah, like in a lower voice say crivo and like, yeah, position herself so that the guy can't just get to, to Tuo. But she won't make anything hostile. Tuo's like, you didn't roll your R. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that and, that and the other thing mean totally different things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. No, he, he understands what you're saying. So, Fio, it is your turn. Okay. Um, I'm assuming you're not doing much, but if you're interested in talking, you can. Yeah, I, I think it, he's just going to introduce himself and say, my, my name is Fio. And I'm I'm from Longavater. Uh, we we came here simply looking to talk to the authorities here because we were attacked by some random people, and then that person accosted us, and this whole thing got out of control. And then suddenly there's a fire in that building, and my 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 friends got freaked out. They didn't know what was happening. I this really is just a huge misunderstanding. Please. And he's like I say, he's gonna hunker himself down, try to show he's not a threat as as much as possible. Trying okay. to get on his good side, best he can. Yeah, and the elf standing in front of you is going to get down on one knee in front of you, and he says, in a much softer voice, he doesn't look as, like, rage-filled. He still looks really angry, but he says, I know who you are, Theo. It was a mistake for you to come here. Theo just looks up and bewildered. He doesn't know how to take this information. So is Tuo going to do anything? Yes, um, hearing Crivo and and not seeing anything that's going on on the other side of the wall now, since he's behind Vez outside the wall, he's going to take off away from the fire and away from the warriors, probably north, because he knows that there's other warriors and stuff back that way. Because whenever he's told to hide, he's supposed to hide away from danger. Do you think he'll just chase after Gunner, maybe? Uh, if he, yeah, All probably if he scent. can pick up the scent. Yeah, yeah, Janelle. He could definitely pick up the scent. Yeah, I think... It's... All the cheese. <laughs> so you get this <laughs> giant... Not giant, but this large dog chasing after you now, just like always. Yeah, so okay, so Tuo's going to sprint after Gunner then? Yeah, just you know, taking the widest path as possible to go around people. He's just going to take off. Okay, no one really seems to pay attention to the, the dog running away. Okay. Yeah, and he'll dash, obviously. So he'll, he'll be able to catch up to Gunner. Awesome. Oh, thank God. I'm so happy. <laughs> so I actually think that will 
end our combat then since nobody's fighting. Um, it depends if Vez allows the warrior to grab her arm and start dragging her towards the uh, rest of the party. Yeah, she will. Okay. Again, he's not like rough, but like he's very stern about it. They don't seem like they're being needlessly cruel or mean. It's just very much like, yeah, you're a threat and we're going to make sure you don't do anything. All right. So Gunner is hiding in a small outcropping in the woods um, underneath a tree. Its roots are kind of like reaching over this outcropping. He's huddled, but kind of waiting for the rest of the group. And then he starts when he hears some sound above. Uh, but then Tuo comes tumbling down into the little hollow with him. And no one else does. Uh, well, I guess all my efforts weren't for nothing. So that's good at least. Uh, gosh, Tuo. But what have we got ourselves into? Tuo just kind of looks at him and whines. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, buddy. Well... I, I think for right now, we're, we're just going to have to hide here. And um, Gunnar starts to cast Liaman's tiny hut as a ritual. Okay. So that, so that he can provide some cover for, uh, like, a short rest. Okay. So yeah, Tuo is not taking any damage, but uh, Gunnar, if you would like to take that hour of inactivity, um, you can take your short rest and roll your hit dice to regain some health. Yay! Okay, well, I will do that. And I rolled really good on my uh, Song of Rest, so I almost back to full with just one use of hit die. So that's nice. Nice. Okay. So yeah, I think for right now, he j- he, he realizes like he is exhausted he needs the rest, so he yeah, he's going to stay there and do the short rest. Okay. So then we'll cut back to the village. The fire in the building is almost out. Aegon and Jasper have been working very, very well to, like, ingratiate themselves. Well, more Aegon because Jasper is disguised. But with Jasper's help, Aegon, if you want to make a third survival check, you can do it with advantage now that Jasper is helping. Oh, man. Jackpot. <laughs> Jasper's priority is to make sure his disguise is kept intact, obviously. Oh, that one wasn't <laughs> as good as the other ones. That's a 16 total. No, that'll be, that'll be good. Yeah, so then you're able to help finish putting out the fire, and now the building is no longer ablaze. And although, like, a lot of the thatching and some of the wood's been, like, charred and, like, messed up, like, the building is still structurally sound. So it's still usable and will only require a certain amount of a repair, mainly in the roof area. It's a good thing I was there. <laughs> God. Yeah, you did such a good job, honestly. I hate this. Hey, God, you're a real saint. This is my job. <laughs> I couldn't do my job. <laughs> Fire engine operator, man. Yeah, then the warriors grab Aegon a little more gently this time, and they start leading him back to the center of the village. And the warrior with Vaz brings her, and then... The two warriors with Theo also drag him. So now the three of you are in the center of the village. And this, like, village leader elf is glaring at all three of you. And Jasper is watching from the sidelines with the rest of the crowd. That's amazing. Disguised as an elf. That's amazing. And he's scanning. Hang him! (laughs) No! (laughs) No! Tie the 
them to a Chop post and burn head. them like they burned our building. Oh my god. We should let them go. <laughs> <laughs> they did nothing wrong. Yeah, Nate, you need to use disguise self to make your make yourself look like Theo's mom and say, "Not my baby." <laughs> yeah, they, they've no, also I taken make it. they've also taken Theo's mask off, so like he is no longer like hidden like I, I don't think I said it last episode but it was implied yeah when they took all our stuff I, I assumed the same don't worry yeah and he's looking at the three of you and he says what business do you have striding into my land and my home destroy my longhouse and flee when you are accused of a crime what business do you have here as straight up looks at Aegon, she ain't got open her mouth. She knows better now. L- listen, sir, uh, we're not we're not here to cause trouble. We were just here to look for a door, and 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 we were restrained and, and thrown into jail. And he looks at Aegon and he says, "I do appreciate your honesty, but I would not say that you were falsely imprisoned." What do you mean? You were involved in the death of two of my villagers. Well, l- listen here. They attacked us first. We were merely defending ourselves. And he strides forward right in front of Aegon, and he says, Under my authority, they were to collect money and goods from passerbys. Yet you engage them hostily. Oh, that's, that's not true at all. And he gets really close to Aegon, and he says, Isn't it? If I say it is, then it shall be. You killed my people. The circumstances don't matter to me. I think it's no, at this yeah. point Theo realizes maybe he made a mistake trying to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think? <laughs> Wait a minute. I've got an idea. Instead of being Theo's mother, could I be this guy's mother and yell at him that he's being too <laughs> Listen here. Listen here, Sonny. I just want to say, robbing people is a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll fix it, mate. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm gonna spank you when we get home. <laughs> Was that my wife? Beat what? the living daylights out of you. <laughs> my wife. No. Oh my God. no. Uh, then he he stands up and he says, "I do understand why you feel that you were wronged, but my people are starving here, and we do not have the luxury of being kind." Well, I I, I won't pretend to understand what troubles you're going through up here, but I would like to to say that it's not necessarily right to fall to the levels of common bandits just to get what you need. Surely there's some other way for you to to help yourselves. And he looks at Aegon and he says, friend, I wish there was. Bind them. Bring them to the longhouse. I'll talk to them later. At least we upgraded. (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome well you guys are heroes after all (laughs) you should have just done shadow gold jutsu and just thrown a gold pouch at him yeah (laughs) Yeah. oh you just need a little money here I've got 300 gold worth of diamonds right here (laughs) Yeah. and he he, uh, looks at all uh, the three of you and like before he leaves to return to his longhouse he says where are your other companions? Where have they gone? Left us for dead. <laughs> I, it I seems to me they scampered off somewhere. I feel a pipe up too. We we honestly really don't know. I 
they got scattered. If you want to save their lives, you will tell me where they are. I will spare them if they surrender. I, if if I knew where they were, I swear I would tell you. I, they ran off. The one's really fast. I mean, he could be anywhere. And the other one's really smart. I, I really don't know. I'm the dumb one. I could not tell you. And these two were on their own. I, do you guys know where they are? He's like pleading with you, trying to get any answer. Of course not. I, um, as soon as I saw the fire, I, w- I went to s- put it out. <laughs> oh my god. I, I lost track of both Gunner and, and uh, Jasper at that point. Look, you can, you can even uh, ask this guy next to me. He, he was there. <laughs> you, you're the warrior you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> it's all technically true. None of, that, none of that's a lie. Yeah, and they're like shaking their heads like, yeah, yeah, very well. She's like, I am in the same boat. You can ask this gentleman over here pointing to the warrior that was following her. <laughs> I lost them. They ran into the woods and or they ran through the village and I have no idea. I turned around. Very well. We will speak later. You're supposed to say that you felt bad about breaking out, so you were going to go turn yourself in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Jasper watches as this uh, guy walks past him and into the longhouse, and the other warriors are all binding up Vez, Theo, and Aegon, and also leading them into the longhouse. Is Jasper going to do anything, or is he going to wait it out? Uh, Jasper's 50-50 if the house needs to go back on fire. (laughs) (laughs) How long does invisibility last? If you set that house on fire again, he's probably going to kill him. (laughs) I know. Freaking table talk, Daniel, gosh. (laughs) But it would be funny, though. It it, it would be kind of funny. No, no, it wouldn't. You hush. Yeah, that'd be worth it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry, Joel. I won't say anything Oh, else. concentration no lasts talk. for one hour. Okay. You can let something burn for an hour. I will, uh, well, no. Uh, wait, does it look like the, like, what are the odds I could just slip in with, like, the other guards? If you make a stealth check, you can slip in. All you have to do is beat their passive perception. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> no. You still have a bardic inspiration. You have a bardic inspiration, and okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna help. I'm gonna. Sit what back. is the, uh, what does the bardic inspiration give me? B- bardic inspiration gives you one d8 to an ability check, a saving throw, and a, or I believe an attack roll. So yeah, it'll. And for the inspiration, am I allowed to do it before or after? Yeah, I see the roll before. Uh, now, and what does it do? Now, for the bardic inspiration, you can wait until after you roll your d20, but before the result is determined. Alright, so I will... How The inspiration is a d6. I forgot. I was yes. never planning on using it. <laughs> yes. Ever. yes, it is. <laughs> I legit was never planning on it. I'll use... Can I use two of them? Yeah, yeah. I use, yeah two of yeah. them and you take the higher result. Eh. Alright, so 25... Uh, blah, blah, blah. 22? Oh, boy, yeah. He is able to slip in and nobody is the wiser. And then if I can stealthily, I would change myself to look like a guard. So I'd fit in better. Well, there are only four guards in here, so they would definitely notice a fifth guard. Oh, okay. So you'll, you'll be way better off staying invisible. Yeah. You can pretend to be our lawyer uh, after <laughs> if they catch you. <laughs> <laughs> now, is Jasper invisible or still just disguised? I, didn't, I thought I was just disguised, but if I need to be invisible, I'll just cast the spell quietly. 
Yeah, because I, I was under the impression that he was still just disguised. Yeah, I thought I was disguised too, but eh. But you were disguised. We'll just say. I- but then you decided to cast invisibility, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too, yeah. Okay. I get one hour. Oh, God. All right, so yeah, you guys all gather into the longhouse, and uh, he has you guys sat in chairs, um, kind of just around uh, his, his table. Oh, can I ask one dumb question? Yes. Can I get a short rest while I'm sitting here with this weighted down? Yes, you can. You can get a short rest. That's hilarious. I want to get my spell slots just, back so I can keep the invisibility. Is this invisible robot sitting in the corner getting a rest? <laughs> rest of being interrogated. Yeah. And so the, the, I just had to ask the dumb. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. So yeah. Uh-oh. Jasper is invisible in the corner. He's like huddled up. He's like resting, like trying to get some of his energy back. Aegon, Theo, and Vez are still bound, but you are placed into chairs around his table. And the elf looks over the three of you and he says, I do know why you have come here. And I believe that it was a mistake for you to do so. There are things here that would drive a man mad. There are things here that you cannot even comprehend. And I don't think you realize just how much trouble you are in. I, you, you say that we shouldn't have come here. You, like, you know why we're here, but you must know that we're here for good intentions. We never wanted to do anything to harm anyone. And you must know that we would do anything to help people who are in need. Obviously you're in need and it sounds like you have things that are really big on your plate that you could use other people with to help. Why? I don't understand why you don't see this as a as a good thing. Could you tell us why? Your intentions may be good, but they do not align with my plans. Where's Edward Smills? You, you know about Edward. Where did he go? I don't know. He attacked me one night after we thought we killed him, and then he was gone. And we've been chasing after him and everything that he's connected to since then. He, he looks thoughtful for a moment. He walks over to one of the other guards and he whispers to it. And then the guard just walks out of the building and leaves. Like, I mean, I, I cut his head off. And then he came back and attacked us like a day later. Trust me, if, if I knew where he was, he'd be dead again. Hopefully with like a few more chops and like not able well, to come did- back. It, it was a month later, not a day later. It was like a month later. He came back. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 is, that is a very important thing. It was a month, not a day. Oh, okay, sorry. I, I got confused with the time frame. No, it's fine. Yeah, he definitely says a month. He definitely says a month. Okay, then that's fine. <laughs> yeah, and he says, um, I do not wish to harm any of you. I understand you are not bad people, for the most part. Except Theo killed innocent people. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet, Ghost So did Jester. Gunner, too. Gunner killed these innocent elves. <laughs> no. Yeah. But the fact remains, you will have to pay for your crimes against my people, regardless of whatever reasoning you have for who started it or who ended it. And after you pay for those crimes, I will release you from this place. But you are to leave the valley and never return. Do I make myself clear? If I may, sir. We have important business to to conduct here, and I I know that you aren't supportive of it, but it it has essentially been spoken to us as our our destinies. (laughs) Destiny. Well. He almost spits it, and he looks at 
uh, looks at Aegon. Is that why you're here? Some oracle's prophecy has directed you this direction to your death. Potential death, but yes, essentially that's that's correct. I thought priests of the sovereign church had some level of intelligence. Well, I have 14 intelligence, actually. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> we, we merely do what is right. And if, if I may, perhaps we can do right by you. See, I, I noticed that you, you are having troubles up here, potentially. Well, we, we've recently come into possession of a, a vineyard down in Alcina. Perhaps uh, we could employ a few of your, your people there. And he, he actually starts to look a little thoughtful. Obviously, we'll, we'll pay competitive competitive wages. Uh, and and if, if this could help help us mend ties, it, I, I would be all for it. I, I'll talk to all of them, all of my companions. You, you said before that you don't have the luxury to be kind, but, but we do, and we want to. We, we came here to try to find the people in charge, obviously, you know, to try to, you know, we, we thought the brigands were, were an outside force. We, we didn't think that they represented all of you, and we were trying to, you know, mend the peace in the area. That was our intention. Obviously, you mentioned before it doesn't matter, but I think it does. And we'd still love to be kind, because we can. And if you'd let us... We will do everything we can to help you with this big, uncomprehensible danger, as well as, you know, anything else we can. That's it's just what we do. And he kind of glanced to the two of you and he says, how do I know you're being sincere? How do I know you'll be able to mend our problems when our problems are caused by the inactions of this king who rules the area? Can you convince him to help? Can you convince him to cease his inaction and give two shits about his kingdom. Can you, Fio of Langavater? Can you, Aegon of the Sovereign Church? We can try, because that's what we do. We do action. <laughs> that's how you know we're sincere, because we didn't sit around waiting for somebody else to go after Smills. We didn't sit around and wait for someone to apprehend others or, or to raise an alarm of that something wrong was going on. And we didn't sit around when a fire was happening. <laughs> Fio doesn't know exactly how it started. But hey, you see, you see, you actually see like his mouth like twitch a little bit, almost into like a smile. Like he he knows one of you did it, but he he seems like he's playing along. I mean, Fio is a hundred percent on this. Like he really thought that it was just an accident that, that that they like he has no idea about the why is it. So he's being as sincere and looking this guy in the eye as possible and just wide eyed and just trying to convey, you know, pleasantries and, and trying to show he is so sincere about this because he believes in everything he, he says. He jokes and says that we're heroes, but he really does believe in that mantra. And that's what he thought he was put on this world to do. Okay, and he looks at the two of you. And he says, I will consider your offers. For the time being, you will remain here until we retrieve your companions. And he looks over at Vez and he says, Are you the changeling or the automaton? <laughs> oh, man. Are there, are the, uh, are the, are the other warriors still in here? Yes. <laughs> he's just, he does not give two shits. He's just addressing her. Um, <laughs> she like looks at the warriors. I think Theo bumped her shoulder and just, nod his head and say, it's okay. The 
the changeling. Robot! <laughs> <laughs> and he, he nods his head slightly and he says, I will let you accompany one of our patrols to find your friend, Gunner. If he does not surrender, they will kill him on the spot. <laughs> yes! Jolts, <laughs> damn it! Oh, sorry. But I will rely on you to bring him back. However, and he get, it gets close to Vez now, I'm aware of what you can do. First sight of any funny business, they will cut you down as well, and your blood will feed our forest. Again, do I make myself abundantly clear? Crystal. Very well. And he waves to the, uh, the warriors, and another one leaves, and he says, you'll set out in one hour. Best get some rest. I'll fetch some bread for you. And then as he gets up to go grab his bread, he looks right into the corner where Jasper is sitting, makes eye contact with him, and then pretends he doesn't see him. Jasper then just does the biggest smile back and laughs. hope you enjoyed this episode if you did share it and our other episodes with your friends family and co-workers your boss if you're daring visit our website to find your copy of a DD quick starter guide and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description there we discuss episodes dungeons and dragons and stem topics that we all love thanks again for listening we can't wait to see you here at applied dungeoneering Some of the background music in this episode is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net.